WZZP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's rock around the region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. on Z97.5, powered by 13 Daggers, Tattoo and Body Piercing. That is Egypt Central and Dead Machine getting things started tonight. Of course, Egypt Central, Blake and Joey of Devour the Day. Devour the Day out on the road with Skillet and Seven Dust right now. I am Samantha Knight. Welcome to the program. Coming up tonight, going to introduce you to the Grave Denial out of Nashville. Man, what a conversation that we had. So part one is going to come your way tonight, and we'll get you introduced to them. Also got Reverend Jack on the way, Lowell Water, and Brand new tunes from Autumn Lies Buried and Goodbye June. So looking forward to having a fun time right here tonight on Rock Around the Region. Off to Knoxville we go for Shallow Point. Determined Angels. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
got the homegrown good stuff, and it's not even illegal. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks. I've got to run to keep from hiding, but I'm not going to catch me Region on Z97.5 out of Madisonville, Kentucky. That is Reverend Jack and Midnight Rider. A great show on the band's agenda coming up September 11th. They're going to be playing the Springwater Supper Club in Nashville along with uh, Mr. Gray and Jet Setting. And a portion of the uh, door... And CD cells are going to go to the Ashland City Fire Department. So come out and support a great cause, and especially on 9-11. Pretty damn awesome. You can check out more details on the Reverend Jack Facebook page. I am Samantha Knight, Rock Around the Region, powered by 13 Daggers, tattoo and body piercing, rocking hard on the boulevard. And man, did these guys impress the hell out of me last Sunday night as they opened up for Black Top Mojo. Just so happens they come from Athens, Georgia. Please say hello to Lil Water. This is Dark Divided on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
the best of the southeast region without the fear of banjos it's rock around the region with samantha knight on c97.5 everything that rocks Gun to your own head. Let's go! 
27-year-old was charged with three counts of homicide after police say he shot and killed his wife and two young children. Region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. That is Elmira and Beautiful Souls. Such an incredible story behind that song. You need to learn more about it at the band's Facebook page. And they can also connect you to where you can purchase a download on all of the uh, the usual sources. Elmira, looking for some shows from you guys. Let me know as soon as you get out and about. It's been quite a hot minute. It is Rock Around the Region. I am Samantha Knight being joined by uh, first-time visitors, but we're missing one. So welcome to the Grave Denial. You guys are out of Nashville, yes? Yes. Except yes, for the are. one that we're missing. <laughs> so please explain who it is that we're missing. Of course, I have got uh, Jacob and Steven here. Steven, you are the vocalist. Jacob, you are the drummer, which then leaves us, obviously, one one missing soul. Ryan. And where is Ryan? He is in Phoenix, Arizona. Does he live in Phoenix? Yes. Right now, he lives in Phoenix. Why? Um, Did, uh, does he like living on the surface of the sun? I, I mean... believe they love it. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> We uh we get together and I mean we still do everything Facebook chat you know write we send everything to each other when it gets time for shows we meet up uh, rehearse. 
go on. You, you, know, you just tour. figure it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just, just figure it, it out. It works now with all the with all the technology and everything. You can you can have everybody all across the world now. It's before you got here, you know, Jacob and I were kind of talking of the blessing and the curse that is Facebook and social media. Yes. But <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I hear you know a good story comes off like, oh, we found our drummer on Craigslist, and I'm like, hooray, something positive came off of Craigslist. And then you know, with situations like this, like back in the day, you know, bands had to figure out how to get together, write exactly pre pro before you go into a studio because studios are just stupid expensive yeah. right. and and now you guys can get together and, and do it through social media through Skype mm-hmm. through yeah. FaceTime if you got the iPhones or whatever and probably makes things a whole lot easier we can mix it up at the house and like I've, I've been in Mobile Alabama Reno Nevada he's in Phoenix he's in Tennessee yeah. and we've We've worked songs while well, let's, being all over the place. Let's back up to the beginning then, because um, I know before you became the Grave Denial, you were Evercross. How long ago did Evercross form, and how long was it an outfit? Uh, Evercross formed about three or four years ago. Okay. It started out initially as our guitarist Ryan's idea, and he initially got in contact with me on a website called uh, Band Mix. Okay. He sent me a message wondering if he wanted to start a Christian rock group. How did you guys, I mean, how did you guys meet? Literally from, from a website like that? Like, mm-hmm. you hadn't played together before, you'd never met each, you didn't know each other? Nope. We just, wow. Yep, he just sent me a message, and he came out to my place where I live out in Tennessee, and we jammed a couple times, and he said, do you want to try to make this an official thing? And I told him, yes, I feel like this is what my calling to do. Has he been in Phoenix this whole time, like from the get-go, or no. did he live oh. somewhere else? No, he was living in, like, exit 31. Okay, so he oh, was at least yeah. close by, yeah, he, close he to lived, Nashville. Uh, yeah, lived on uh, in Jolton, close okay. to Nashville. Okay, wow, interesting. So then the two of you decide, okay, let's make a go of this, mm-hmm. and then how how did you branch out from there to find Steven? And were there other people before him? Yeah, uh, we did. <laughs> I see the, <laughs> the giggles begin. <laughs> we, ha- we did have our old bassist, Rick Mullins. He was with us for a little while. And then after that, we found Steven, believe it or not, found him on Craigslist. Oh, see, yay, something positive from Craigslist. I actually took a job in Nashville at Axo Nobel Chemical. Okay. And what did you do there? That sounds like a very uh, fancy a, company. Uh, I was a operator, a mill operator. We uh, made powder coatings for everything that you see, washer dryers, gotcha. all the, okay. the paint. So uh, I was at lunch and I got on my phone and I was like, uh, man, I, I had been in two other, you know, projects and i was like man i'm getting the itch to get back into music i i was going on craigslist nashville and i saw in search of uh lead singer and uh called, emailed them they emailed me back and went over to uh ryan's place and auditioned and so for you then um were you did you step because you said you were getting the itch to get back at it had you stepped out of playing from yeah, the I'd, two previous outfits like so you took a little bit of a hiatus yeah about six years wow yeah. Yeah. What was the reason for that long of a break? Oh, man, it was um, drugs and alcohol. Like, I had had to go to rehab and everything. Wow. Yeah. So we just totally just... We, we had to disband it. Just some of us partied a little too much. It, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so then when this whole thing started, I mean, I know, Jacob, you said when, when Ryan had first contacted you, he said, hey, are you interested in starting a Christian band? Was that your intent initially? Or were you just like looking to play? You weren't really like super caring about, you know, the I guess the, the genre? Through a little bit of the initial start of it. I was going through a little bit of a rough patch in mm-hmm. my own life personally because my mom had been diagnosed with cancer oh, wow. and was fighting it for about three years before she finally passed on. 
and I was going through a little bit of a questioning phase right. of everything. Naturally. And, when, and when I felt that message or when I got that message come through from Ryan, I felt like something was telling me. Something was telling me go for this. And the genre of it being not just metal, but the fact that we can put our pers- our beliefs right. onto what we believe onto a genre that we enjoy is just something that I felt like was a perfect mix because I've always been a believer. I've always had the faith. I've did the question come up every now and then? Sure, of course yeah, it did. Yeah, of course. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, this just feels like the perfect mix for me. And I could not ask to be flanked by two better people when I'm on stage. So with that then, um, you, you said you felt like that was kind of a calling when Ryan reached out to you. Was that a moment to where like you said, okay, now I can start healing. This is exactly what I needed. This kind is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Kind of in a way, yes. It felt like it was a kind of a bit of a release for me. Like that, a, like a place that I always felt like I could go, I could go to and it would just like everything would, everything else would stop. Right. Everything like all the stress of day-to-day life, working, stressing about this, stressing about that, and just, it, it gave me a release. Music in general for you, I would mm-hmm. assume then, because, I mean, obviously you're going to take it a step further, and, and this is another thing that, that we started to talk about uh, while we were waiting on you, Stephen, is that a lot of people kind of have this preconceived notion, and not always a good one, uh, about when they hear, oh, it's Christian music, oh, oh it's Christian music, okay, they're going to be talking about Jesus, and it's going to be gospel music, and a whole lot of hallelujahs, and they're going to be shutting down my throat, and then I remind these people, I'm like, oh my God, have you ever listened to POD? Have you ever listened Mm -hmm. to Thousand Foot Crutch? Demon Hunter. Have you ever, Mm -hmm. Demon Hunter? Holy cow, we want to talk about Christian metal. My (laughs) goodness. And I mean, and I'll tell you, that was one of those bands. I first heard them, I didn't have the first clue Mm -hmm. that they were a quote unquote Christian band because at no point did I feel like they were trying to shove scripture in my face. Like, I don't consider myself a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. I believe, but I'm not one that I guess for me, I don't feel like I have to get up and go to a specific building on a specific day and wear specific clothes in order to have my heart open and have my relationship with God. Yeah, right. And, you know, a lot of people are very private about it. Uh, A lot of people are very proud of it and and want to help guide. And then there's probably a little bit of an in-between where it's like, this is who we are and this is what we do and we're here for you, but we're not going to shove it in your face. Exactly. Which is kind of cool. And right. to do it with something like metal music, I think, probably takes a little bit of that stigma off um, with all of that. So I'll tell you what, let's pause here and let's check out one of your tunes. This is Breath of Death, The Grave Denial on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region on Z97.5, The Grave Denial with Breath of being joined in studio by Stephen and Jacob of the band. And we were just discussing your past of Evercrossed before becoming The Grave Denial. Before you were in Evercross, did you have a band prior to this that was not, was, I mean, or have you always been Christian music? Can we classify being in the high school marching band sure. as music? Sure, <laughs> So you got to start somewhere, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I'll flat admit it. I was a band geek. I was, and started off in the percussion, drum line. Did you always want to be a drummer? I've always felt like something always pulled me to drums. Something has always pulled me just to music in general. And especially when I first, I've gone back and forth with my genres when I was growing up, but when I heard my first real metal song, it lit a fire in me. Which was what? My first metal song that I listened to, believe it or not, was uh, by the band Avenged Sevenfold. Nice. Okay. Called Carry On. That wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Was it? I mean, wasn't that part of like a Call of Duty soundtrack or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that wasn't that long ago that, that you decided, I mean, obviously we're, I want to say not that long ago because it feels like yesterday to me for some of this stuff, but <laughs> you're telling me that, that Evercross was around for three or, three or so years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was Evercross as heavy as this? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've all we've always been this heavy. So Avenged Sevenfold is the one that kind of kind of gave you the little bug to be like, yes, we can do this and mm-hmm. we can be loud and we can be aggressive. Yep. When Aven- you were growing up, what kind of music was in your home? Uh, when I was growing up, my dad is a very big bluegrass fan. Okay. Like like uh, St- like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Uh, Can- Kansas. Yes, he was into all kinds of stuff so like that. So the loose classic rock. Yep. And that just kind of I think initiated a little bit of the classic sure. rock with me. I tried to dabble a little bit with country and a little bit of hip hop, but it was it just wasn't resonating with me. And as soon as Billy Ray Cyrus hadn't yeah. done it yet, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Florida Georgia Line. I mean I can't keep track anymore. But that's that's pretty cool. That so uh, what about your mom? What did she listen to? Was she much into music? Um, I'd say it was more that my dad was into the music than my mom was. Was he a musician at all? Uh, yes, my dad has been playing guitar, believe it or not, for about forty years. Wow, that's incredible. So no wonder you kind of got a little you know natural taste for it starting mm-hmm. there yeah and as soon as i found uh avenge sevenfold all the olive branches just started going i started yeah. finding uh breaking benjamin yeah all that remains three days grace five finger death punch yeah. uh we can't we came as romans uh-huh. yeah. just a lot of, just a lot of really lit. good stuff yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fun how it all branches out because like i can tell you when i was growing up like my dad was a music history teacher so like i listened to everything the staples in my house were johnny cash neil diamond simon and garfunkel like and elvis and uh I got in on my own and I discovered punk rock and that I was really into like the alternative stuff like the Smiths and the Cure and, and the Clash and all that. And then in 1989, I got um, dragged to a Motley Crue concert and I'm like, and everything <laughs> changed. I was like, there's so much more out there. And then I started discovering those bands and even heavier and Metallica and, and all the things in between. All my stuff was a little harder. Well, um, let's transfer on over to you because <laughs> I want to know with you, um, because obviously I want to hear your story too. I mean, he's he's had his path. Sounds a little bit different than from what yours was. So back when you first started playing music, first off, what got you started? What made you decide to pick up an instrument? Or did you want to play an instrument? Or did you just always want to be a singer? Um, I, I've never played an instrument. Ever. I've tried. I even went to uh, get did get, guitar lessons for like two sessions. And my, my mom was like... We just can't keep coming out here. It's too much. <laughs> so uh, I was like, well, I'll just keep singing. But um, my mom, my mom was a big Journey fan. 
she was all into the you know the pop music of that time and then my dad he was a big acdc uh so there was really no country that ever right was played you know if it was it was hank williams jr of course i mean it's, know, it's, it's the outlaw, outlaw country outlaw. yes but, that's uh, why I, you know johnny cash was the original punk rocker as far as i'm concerned but yeah <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> basically my first album was uh and justice for all nice and um uh, one you know seeing that seeing that video when i was young yes and then moving on to the rest of Metallica, and then I, my parents split up, and then I really dove into music when my parents split up. So on through, I started getting with little bands. After I got married, I got with one group, and we were heavy. I was into the Lamb of God, Devil right. Driver, Opeth, all you know, all that. And um, my daughter had passed away during one of those groups, and uh, man, I just. I started going Spiral. spiraling. Oh, wow. Started how, spiraling down. How old was she? She was uh, 13 months. I have her on my arm. Oh, my God. Okay, so I've got goosebumps right now with all of that. But that's, again, like this is weird because we were just talking about this before you came in here, too. Because there's a lot of, especially right now with what's going on in the world today. And we don't need to, to dive into that because we've all been on Facebook more than yeah, we need to be. Exactly. But we constantly ask the question of why. Yeah. So prior to the death of your daughter, were you ever in a, in a religious household or, or a Christian um, believer? Or was that something that you were like? My grandparents were like strict, strict holiness Pentecostal. Right. And my dad was raised like that. And my dad just... But your you dad know, started listening to ACDC. How'd exactly. Grandma and Grandpa he feel like, about that? He was like the <laughs> rebel, you know, and they were like strict, strict. And uh, I think that's why he, he was, you know, ran as much as he did. Right. And, um, you know, when I when I saw that, I was like, if that's, you know, it's very, very legalistic. And I was like, if that's, if that's God, I'd... I don't right. even want to. She's 13 I felt months. like I needed to, when I get ready to be like that, then I'll go to church. And it was totally not like that. Right. Uh, it's a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's yes. what I found out. But um, it took spiraling down after the death of my daughter. A year, almost a year later, my son and wife was in a four-wheeler accident. My son was uh, cracked his skull. He um, had to wear a halo. He was in a coma for two weeks. Wow. It was like almost a year later that happened we almost lost him and uh he come out of it you know with lots of prayer he come out of it perfect you know nothing wrong with it but um man i just continued and then i almost got killed in a work accident like three months after that four months after that music from your backyard but damn it's a big yard it's rock around the region with samantha knight on c97.5 everything that rocks
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5, the one and only Cold Without You is the name of the tune. Things We Can't Stop is available everywhere. Coming up September 13th, that is when the album drops and the Broken Human Tour is underway now. We're keeping an eye out for some dates. Hopefully they will come near us very soon. It's been a long time coming since I have seen Cold. <laughs> Years, as a matter of fact years. Mr. Gray going to be joining me in studio very soon. This is Enemy Is Me. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
everything that rocks. Region on Z97.5 out of Nashville. That is Lights of Marfa taking on the Billy Joel classic Big Shot. Love that. Uh, I love what these guys do with covers. Uh, they are very careful with what they choose for covers. They're very careful in how they do their covers. And uh, I think Billy Joel would be mighty proud of that one. I am Samantha and I. Just a couple of tunes left for tonight. And both of them are going to be debuts for you when Rock Around the Region returns. Powered by 13 Daggers Tattoo and Body Pearson. Rocking hard on the boulevard. Discover new bands now. Rock Around the Region on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
citizens. At this hour, American and coalition forces are the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, to defeat its people, and to defend the world from great danger. At the mercy of an outlaw regime, that threatens the peace with weapons of mass murder.
region on Z97.5, Autumn Lies Buried. That is a brand new tune called Last Ride. The guys are in Nashville as we speak at the NEMA Awards, and they have been nominated for Best Hard Rock Metal Performance, so we wish them luck. I'm sure by the time this airs, we'll know whether or not they did indeed win. So, fingers crossed for Autumn Lies Buried. Congratulations on your nomination, and to everyone who was nominated at that. I am Samantha Knight. Big thanks to The Grave Denial for joining me. Part two of our conversation will come your way next week on the program. In the meantime, if you know of a band that I need to be aware of, hit me up. You can find me on Facebook. You can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. Wrapping things up tonight. The, this band was literally just in my studio today. I have not seen them. Oh my God, we figured out it's been a couple of years, which made me kind of sad, but it made me very happy to spend some time with him tonight, time with them tonight. And uh, they even played acoustic for me. The song that they played acoustic is the one you're about to hear now, but this is the plugged in version, of course. Talking about Goodbye June. Their brand new album coming out in October. Brand new tune here called Anywhere the Wind Blows. Wrap it up, rock around the region. Powered by 13 Daggers, Tattoo, and Body Piercing. Rocking hard on the boulevard. Greyhound racing. Pack of smokes. Sipping libations and I sneak a toke. Roll out my worries right out the window and I'll go anywhere the wind blows. It's overrated, it's all a joke. Yeah!